do a joint venture with your IRA. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. Welcome to another episode of Ad Bits. Today's podcast, I'm going to go through some details on how you can use your IRA to potentially do a joint venture with personal funds and your IRA into a potential transaction. Maybe it's buying a business, maybe it's an investment fund, maybe it's a hard money loan. So I'm going to break this podcast up really into kind of two categories. One, when you do a joint venture and your aggregate ownership is less than 50%. And the second category where your aggregate ownership is greater than 50%. So let's start with the less than 50% category. So here's a typical example. Um, you own 12% of a business and you want to invest some IRA money into the next round of capital raise from that business because you think it's a great business opportunity and you want to use your IRA to generate tax-free gains uh, or tax-deferred gains. So under 4975C, which is the core rules surrounding the prohibited transaction rules, essentially the things you cannot do with your IRA, essentially you can't do anything where your IRA in any ways personally benefiting you directly or indirectly, your lineal descendants, your parents, your children, your spouse, daughter-in-law, son-in-law, or any entities controlled 50% or more by such persons. So that's why I have these two categories, one delineated at 50% or less or more 50% or more. If you're 50% or less, technically your entity, your IRA will be investing in is not a disqualified person. Hence, you have more flexibility on what you want to do. So going back to my example, you own 12% personally in a business and you want your IRA to invest another few points. So you're under 50%. That's great. Now, as long as you can show that that IRA investment is done to exclusively benefit your IRA, meaning the company doesn't need the money without your IRA investment, company goes belly up or your IRA is doing a capital call for your personal investment or your IRA is investing to secure a promotion or job for you. As long as your IRA really is doing the investment to exclusively 100% benefit the IRA account, which is its sole goal and responsibility, then you can do the deal. Okay, so that's super easy. And that's an easy, easy way to do a joint venture, whether it's a business, private equity fund, real estate fund, credit fund, whatever. You can do a JV, very easy. The second category, a little bit more complex, and I'd say a little bit more um, interesting and, and where structuring comes into play. So the second category is where you will own 50% or more in the aggregate of the business or the fund or that joint venture. So if you already own more than 50% of that transaction, it's going to be awfully difficult for your IRA to do a joint venture. Why? Because that entity is already disqualified. You know, on its face, it's disqualified, right? You own 51%, 71% of an LLC, and now you want your IRA to invest or lend money to that LLC. Personally, I don't think that's a good idea because the issue is you have an entity that's already disqualified. So the fact that if your IRA is investing in an entity that's already disqualified Technically, that IRA investment could trigger a prohibited transaction. So I don't love doing those second category investments. Now, there's a third option where you kind of set up a new entity and do a joint venture where 
at the same time, simultaneously, the, your personal money and your IRA are going into the deal at the same time. And the reason why I like that is then you can lean on Swanson v. Commissioner to the 1996 tax court case that said an entity only becomes disqualified once it's funded by a retirement account. So if you have a new entity and there's no funding, obviously it's not disqualified because it hasn't had any money invested in it. So the rationale is, hey, I have a new entity, LC, a corp, whatever it is, partnership. I'm going to fund, I'm going to put 50K personal, 50K IRA, 50-50 joint venture into that partnership. Technically under Swanson, the entity only becomes disqualified after the capital has been funded into the LLC. So that deal works so long as the distributions go pro rata, meaning 50-50. I suggest not taking a salary from that deal. And then on top of that, it's important that no more money is added to that entity, whether it's personal, uh, well, personal could work. No more IRA money will be and should be added to that structure. Why? Because once it's 50-50, the entity is disqualified. So your IRA money cannot be reinvested or no more additional IRA funds should be contributed to that entity because that would trigger a prohibited transaction under 4975C. You can add more personal money, that's fine, but no IRA money. So what we've done in the third category is kind of use the Swanson case to say, okay, we can set up a new entity, a partnership corp. We're going to ref we're going to fund that with new money. And then maybe that entity does deals with some of your other entities that you can't touch because you own more than 50% of the other entities. But this is really the only way where you can use personal and IRA funds, 401k funds into a joint venture where you're going to, in the aggregate, own more than 50%. It's got to be a new entity and it's got to be funded simultaneously, I'd say the same day or so, with your IRA and personal money. And then on top of that, no more IRA money should be used in that structure. Maybe more personal funds, but no more IRA money. So that is a better solution than trying to add money to a structure where you already own over 50%. I would not suggest doing that. That probably and clearly will violate 4975C and trigger a prohibited transaction. So you do not want to go there. The first category is cleaner because you own less than 50%. So less risk of any IRS prohibited transaction. So long as your IRA is doing the deal to benefit the IRA exclusively and not to help you in any direct or indirect fashion. Okay, so those are basically the three ways that you can do a joint venture with personal IRA funds. Easier if you own less than 50%. If you own more than 50%, the only way I would do it is starting a new entity and doing kind of a Swanson joint venture where you are funding that new joint venture simultaneously. So at that point, the entity becomes disqualified once it's funded with the personal and the retirement money. And then make sure not to add any more IRA or retirement money into that structure. That structure should be closed and kind of fenced off so you don't have a situation where any future additional investments into that structure would trigger a prohibited transaction. You can add more personal, but do not add any more IRA funds. That should be a closed fence-off structure. That's it. Those are the three ways that you can potentially, or two really. I, I, I would not suggest adding IRA funds, formal K funds, to a structure where you already own 50% or more. That would be suicide. Don't do that. So the really two categories are if you own less than 50%, just make sure your retirement account investment is exclusively benefiting your retirement account, not you or a disqualified person. 
And if you got to do a simultaneous joint venture, use the Swanson model where you're funding with personal IRA funds and then making sure once that funding has been completed, you're not going to add any more IRA funds to that structure, close that structure off, fence it off so you don't trigger 4975C. Uh, but you can still do that joint venture through um, that uh, Swanson model. So that's it. Um, appreciate you guys hanging out with me today. Please, if you enjoyed the podcast, give it a re good review. Um, the more reviews I get, it's just helpful because it boosts the podcast and more people can listen or watch it on YouTube. I don't get any more money. So like, it's not money in my pocket, but it will help more people see it and hopefully learn from it, which I hope that's the goal is this education and this data and information is out there in the world. So more people that use it, eat it up and um, learn and benefit from it makes us all happy, right? Retirement account investing is not a zero sum game. We all can get rich from it. So let's help each other out. So if you can give a nice review or just any review, um, please do it. It will just boost the podcast on Spotify or Apple. So, you know, more people check it out. Obviously, I uh, appreciate you guys spending some time with me today. I'll always get some great feedback. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and I'll see everyone again next week. Ciao.